Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. really wants us to be aware of what the promise is. He wants us to be looking forward to his return. And so we've been talking a lot about this idea that he's put the ache inside of us. He tells us he's set eternity in our hearts to reach for him. That the hopes that we have that right now are unsatisfied often have a place of fulfillment. As Christians, we have a hope that transcends this world. We know that one day our Lord will return, and when He does, He will make all things right. In today's message, Pastor David talks about how because of this, we can look forward to His return with hope and anticipation. What a glorious day that will be. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor David in the book of Romans, chapter 8, as he continues his message, Walking in the Spirit. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. Instead, expose them. Now, this is, to some degree, a checklist. It's got that, that air about it. Of this, this is something you can run down to see how your walk with Jesus is going. But it's more than that. This is given to us more as a portrait. It's not that you would just run down a checklist, but that you would talk with him about it, that you would be, these things give you an idea of what your walk with Jesus should look like, to point you to the man himself beyond just the pages or the principles, the living, risen Jesus. Personally, the way this works out for me, I seek to grow in the fruits and the gifts of the Spirit. I seek to grow in prophecy. I seek to grow in tongues and evangelism, administration, the different gifts that he, he says, look for what will build up the body and seek to grow in that. Intentionally work on that, right? I intentionally work on the fruits of the Spirit. If I'm, if I realize I'm impatient, then I need to work on that. If I realize I am lacking in faithfulness, I'm not, you know, people can't count on me. Or if I'm lacking in joy or in love, then I work on that in my own ability, but I do that critically. That happens with Jesus. If you try it without Him, it doesn't work. You can't get there. He told us you have to abide in him and you'll bear the fruit. You spend time with him. Read the Bible. He says pray without ceasing. Continually be talking with him about what's going on in your life. Engaging in the relationship with him. Walking with him by the spirit. By his spirit in you. 
letting him direct you, doing the things he calls you to do. Now, this is mysterious, right? It's, we're talking about personal relationship with the eternal triune God in whom we live and move and have our being, who is beyond time and space and within time and space. It's mysterious, right? And so he helps us some more here. If we go on verse 16, he says, the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. If children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, and he's not saying go trying to get persecuted, but holding on tight regardless of the fact that persecution is inevitable if you hold on to him. If we suffer him with him, that we may also be glorified together. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of creation, the universe, eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. The creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, in hope, because the creation itself will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of God's children. We know that all creation right now is groaning and laboring with birth pangs, hurricanes and famines and it's aching with pain for the day of new birth. And not only the universe, but we who have the first fruits of the Spirit grown within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, for the redemption of this body when the corruption puts on incorruptible. We were saved in this hope, that, but hope that is not, the seen is not hope, or why would you hope? for what you have, right? We hope for what we do not see. We eagerly wait for it with perseverance. And likewise, the Spirit helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession with us for gro with groanings that cannot be uttered. And he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the, the chosen ones, for the church, for the saints, according to the will of God, so we know that everything works together for good for those who love God, those who are the called according to his purpose. But we've come back to this passage a ton lately. We've been looking at Romans 8 very often because I think Jesus really wants us to be aware of what the promise is. He wants us to be looking forward to his return. And so we've been talking a lot about this idea that He's put the ache inside of us. He tells us he's set eternity in our hearts to reach for him. That the hopes that we have that right now are unsatisfied often have a place of fulfillment, the unveiling, the, the restoration, the new birth of the universe. When he is not, again, it's not disembodied. It's not ethereal. It's not little golden harps floating on clouds real tangible universe that we will enjoy with him. But here, today, I want to zero in on something from here that we haven't looked at as much. He tells us that perfect relationship with him is a big part of what we look forward to. Perfect relationship with Jesus is coming. 
right? This corruption will put on incorruption. The redemption of the body is not yet. And I think that is so hopeful and freeing because I expect of myself often, right? And I'm sure you find the same thing, that, that I would be perfect today. I wouldn't voice it, but I have the expectation of myself. And he's, it's so freeing to see that he expects us to need his help, to not know even what help we need. He says, you don't even know what to pray for. So the Spirit's praying with you, groaning within you. And the Father has put it on his heart. Jesus is praying for you, your advocate before the throne. He says, so we know that everything is working together for your good. Father, Son, and Spirit are working together for your good. Everything you suffer is working together for your good. Every mistake you make, he will work together for your good. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 11 says, When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Right now we see in a mirror, dimly, then face to face. Right now I know in part. Then I will know as I am known. First John 3, he tells us, Beloved, we're God's children now. And what we will be has not yet appeared, but we know that when Jesus appears, we will be made like him because we will see him as he is. We will know him as we are known by him. Everyone who thus hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure. He says, right now, we're his children, and he expects us to be his children. doesn't expect you to be full-grown yet. So much weight off our shoulders there. I don't expect my six-year-old to be 20, right? I mean, he's six. There's things I can expect of him. There's things I train him into. I'm working with him, but he's six. I'm not asking him to run to the grocery store for me. Romans is one of those books that you go to if you want the foundational pieces of Christianity. It provides you with the solid backbone of what to believe as a Christian. Today, you heard just one message from a whole series in the book of Romans. As you continue listening to these teachings, you'll notice God's intent and heart in bringing salvation to every lost soul. There are some verses in the final chapter that say, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. It's remarkable when you think about it. Have you gained some great insights from today's teaching? If you'd like to hear more messages like this one, check out our podcasts page at mainthingradio.com. You can also find us on Instagram. Follow the link on our website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too. If you have any questions about what you heard, or if you'd like prayer, give us a call at 305 531 2730. That's 305 531 2730.
We're so glad you joined us today in the Book of Romans. Our time with you is about up, but we look forward to what God wants to teach each one of us next time. Connect with the Lord on your own and make sure to come back here for our next edition of Main Thing Radio.